For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done. But here I am in the chat. The first link is a Google search for Scott Bale leaving California. Yep, he's had enough. Stick a fork in California. He tells of having lived in Southern California for 45 years and uh, just can't stand it. It's not safe. People defecating on the sidewalk doing drugs right on the sidewalk in the middle of the day. Illegal aliens all over the place. So California's gone. One of my closest friends lives in San Diego and just spoke with him last night and told him he's got to get the hell out of there. I'm going to leave the window open today because I just don't care. <laughs> so from time to time you'll hear a car or a truck Maybe a loud motorcycle, cruise past the house. So, uh, the Democrat has given California to the Mexicans. Isn't that neat? There have been reports of uh, cartel activity on the California-Oregon border. gang activity north of Seattle. So, uh, you just got it from all sides here. And Illinois, Illinois' history. And Oregon, you know, you have to live rurally, but why would you live in a state where they've given the big cities to the window breakers. So, woke, Democrat, progressive, all of it means Marxist who are here to destroy the country. And they're doing it. And nobody is standing up for America. We got two years left of this president. And you see state after state more than a dozen cities falling into chaos. Cops leaving California because the profession in California isn't worth a damn. And uh, nobody's picked up a gun to defend America yet. You know who's doing it? The Democrat. And nobody has sought to make any progress not by killing a Democrat, a private person, but the uh, the politicians are obviously in favor of all of this. All these George Soros prosecutors, they're still breathing. So I'm not very impressed with America's stewardship of its Second Amendment right. Not impressed at all. 
brings me back to the notion that my podcasts, my conference calls, my radio shows, they've always been called No Confidence. And all I've seen is things get worse and worse and worse. Just terrible. Worse and worse and worse. And uh, it couldn't be easier for these politicians. All you have to do is sit on your butt until a decision comes up that, hey, if I make a bad decision on this, I can really negatively impact society. Hey, they can't touch me. I'm a teacher. I'm going to teach the children all about Vaseline. And they do it. And nobody's taken the teachers to task in any way other than a civil way. And it obviously doesn't work. It does not work. In private, those teachers are talking about how they teach CRT, critical race theory, anyway, even though they've been told to stop. They find ways to work it into the curriculum. And they all want to have sex with kindergartners. That's the Democrat. And all the gun owners are just fine with that, so who am I to, to gripe? I just spent 35 years on America, and uh, I see very precious little in my efforts uh, that wasn't a complete waste of time. I've had a couple of bright students over the years and uh, helped a couple people actually make progress on behalf of others. But all the rest of the folks were people that I helped, hopefully get them out of the trouble and teach them how to stay out of trouble, but they don't go on to, to teach. They don't broaden their knowledge. They get back with uh, into their lives. <coughs> Their lives full of sporting events and uh, and school activities with their children or maybe their grandchildren. And nobody is willing to pick up the club and wield it. So you get the country you deserve. And all the, and I've said this for a long time. Uh, oh, they better not come after my guns. They haven't come after your guns and all this. They have bill after bill that fails, it goes to court, and it's declared unconstitutional. But the rest of the stuff they pull, they're pulling it on gun owners. See anybody using their gun to defend their other rights? So they won't defend their rights until it's a Second Amendment right. Well, what about your rights to free speech? What about your children's rights to that education in public school that you pay through the nose and property taxes to uh, fund. What about that? Well, no, they can, they can take my child's education away. Go ahead. But just don't come after my guns. What a pack of fools. They really are. If I wasn't already dead set on getting the hell out of America, I'd say that it bothers me. It's an embarrassment. I'm embarrassed for the gun owners, but you get the country you deserve. I don't have kids, and I just gave away 35 years of my own life to this and got nowhere except disappointed.
that's where all of it has led. So uh, the anti-tax movement, the tax honesty movement, whatever, they don't want to know anything about the tax code. And uh, while they slander me and libel me, and no one's even looked at my findings, so what a waste. The, the tax honesty movement is there to make sure people remain ignorant while they push for a flat tax. I don't want a flat tax. Prove that we owe the, what they call taxes uh, already in the law. Then flatten it. But if it's extortion, it's not a tax. So why would you say switch from the income tax to a flat tax? Excuse me, the income tax is extortion. It's not a tax. They aren't even interested. So, uh, far be it for me to care for them. I need to leave. I very much need to leave. If you want that hard drive of mine, um, $200. John's had his hard drive for a couple of weeks, and uh, it's loaded. Nothing but great stuff on there. Let's test this out. Okay. And in the chat, there's my mug. That's probably... Uh, 2006 photograph I really avoid and I mean I really avoid being photographed I just don't like it but for what it's worth there I am in my favorite suit John says it is a bargain the flash drive uh, personally, with all that stuff in Microsoft Word and the course materials, um, it's a $5,000 flash drive, easily, for somebody who's looking for uh, a way to pick up the ball and dribble it, or to simply uh, view all the ways that government is screwing us, all the ways to which I've taken exception anyway. And uh, it's... Uh, and here I am after how many Saturdays in a row on this call and two people show up. Two people. Uh, John from PA, for all I know, is 317-912-8082. So it might be just one person uh, joining me. Saturday, it's inconvenient. You know, I should lighten up a bit. Uh, if the weather where you're at is anything like what it's like in Seattle right now, the last place I would be is on a conference call with David Merlin because Seattle is in the midst of an incredible uh, sunshiny two weeks. Let me give you that link. Here it comes. Uh, when Washington is in this type of weather, it is paradise. Just incredible weather. Between 60 and 85. So 20 to 25 degree 
temperature swing from day to night. Nice high temperature during the day, <clears throat> cool evenings. Uh, just incredible, incredible weather for a couple of weeks. So uh, it's nice to get that in May because uh, in June, you can't just show up to a campsite, to a national park or state park where you can camp. You can't just show up. You got to make reservations and everybody and their monkeys already made their reservations for June. We don't usually get weather like this in May. So uh, I really ought to get out of here while I got a couple days on my hands and take off and go up to my favorite place in the world, which is uh, Deception Pass, north of Seattle, about 60 miles. Let's do this for you. Yep. Deception Pass. Just incredible beauty. There's the link. And I'm sure to tell people I meet that are from out of town that they really ought to take in Deception Pass. It's at the north end of Whidbey Island. And there's a uh, saltwater channel between Whidbey Island and the mainland where a bunch of the water between Whidbey Island and the mainland has to come through that pass when the tide comes in. And then it has to excess through the exit through that pass when the tide goes out. And you'll see, uh, I don't know, 15 mile an hour salt water, 160 feet deep that uh, will spit out a sailboat. You got to have a powerboat to buck the tide in that pass. But what a gorgeous spot. Seals and sea lions, bald eagles, blue herons, just magnificent, and especially in this weather. Things you gotta know. So, John, in, um, you have my my congressional memorandum from New Year's of 06 in Microsoft Word, and it cites Marbury versus Madison, a Supreme Court say, a case that says in this re constitutional republic, it's the role of the judiciary to say what the law is. And don't forget that that is codified at 5 U.S.C. 706, the Administrative Procedures Act. When presented with statutory and constitutional issues, the court shall, and then it goes through a list of things that you'll see in the Richard Boggs pleadings. Uh, I pounded on that uh, over and over and over again, telling the court that if the court hadn't violated the Administrative Procedures Act, I would have had my answers about the law, and I wouldn't be prosecuted for tax evasion. If I owe this tax, why don't you prove it? Come on. Why would I pay something the government can't even prove I owe? Perfectly reasonable. And uh, I have to tell you, 
that since my falling out with uh, Chris Chapman and Richard Boggs, he's naked in court. The court's going to see all those mistakes in his formatting and case sites, and she's going to know that the judge, she, is going to know that he doesn't have the help of a professional anymore. And the last thing you want to be is naked in a corrupt court that's prosecuting you. You have to impress the judge. And so uh, I predict that since I left that case, his chances of being convicted are um, greatly enhanced. Remaining convicted, I mean. He's already been convicted. But... Uh, his chances of getting nowhere and going to prison uh, just grew immensely. And if he is not acquitted, he's going to get five years. And I won't be around to write his allocution or his appeal or his clemency. So uh, between he and Chris, uh, Richard Boggs really got screwed. And he, his ass is flapping in the breeze. June 28th, month and a half from now, he's going to sentencing. C'est la vie. Some people learn the hard way. Some people learn the easy way. And uh, in a tax evasion case where you've already been found guilty, do you want a fighter or do you want a beginner? That's the difference between me and those two. I know how to club the DOJ on paper. They don't. And that's just the way it goes. You'll find a uh, podcast episode here on uh, my podcast string on TalkShoe where uh, I discuss all this with profanity. <laughs> with just and deserving profanity that uh, I'm through. I just, I can't be treated that way, taken for granted and insulted. You know, if you can't be supportive, Dave, get the hell out of the way. Uh, supportive? I made myself very sick by handling Richard Boggs's case. I couldn't even get out of bed to go do work on the computer. And uh, that's supportive, considering I didn't get paid $100,000 like his two uh, criminal defense lawyers did. And I didn't ask for $10,000 to draw up uh, commercial affidavits like I'm sure he paid Lamar Hardy in Honolulu. And uh, it had no impact whatsoever. And he paid somebody to look up the uh, QCIP numbers that prove they've invested, uh, they've securitized and invested his indictment. <laughs> and he paid them a bunch of money. And it didn't do any good. It didn't move a thing. Take note of that, everybody. Uh, I don't care if you can prove that my indictment has been bonded and that it's been invested. I don't care. Because it doesn't matter to the court. My ass has been convicted. 
I want something that'll matter to the court. Well, I have this commercial affidavit process, and uh, you have four successive affidavits, and they're going to default. Okay, they've defaulted, and he's still going to sentencing. So what are you going to do? He pissed away a bunch of money on stuff that did nothing. And he gave me a little bit of money, and John has all those pleadings that I wrote in the Richard Boggs case. Top-notch annotations, work, 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 great arguments. And uh, and then they abandoned me in favor of reworking the pleadings I had written so that I don't have a strategy. I wrote them in a certain way because they're not the last word. <laughs> and the way they wrote them, they are the last word. And so there's nothing to say when you reply to the government's opposition. So you want to tip your hand at the beginning of the game? Go for it, stupid. So I'm not supportive because I pointed out that he's blowing it. Farewell. Best of luck and goodbye. I'm out. And a uh, friend of 17 years, Chris Chapman. That's not a friend if you do that to me. So, just laid to waste. The best thing in the world that could have happened to me is retiring from law. The worst way in the world for me to retire is exactly what Chris and Richard Boggs did to me. So, yeah, I'm not involved in any cases. I don't have any pleadings I have to write for anybody. <laughs> so, uh, life is good. And if you must know, I'm pursuing something of my own that has a pot of gold at the end of that rainbow. Wonderful. And uh, we'll see where I end up. But it's not going to be the lower 48. It's kind of a toss-up between Alaska and a couple of other places. I don't want to move into a, a freezer, a deep freeze like Fairbanks, Alaska. But there are other places in Alaska where, you know, Seattle, uh, it only gets like 16 inches of rain per year. And Ketchikan, Alaska, three or 400 miles north of here, it gets like 65 inches of rain per year, uh, annually. And so uh, you'd have to live in a raincoat in southeast Alaska. But it's not the lower 48. It's not a blue state. Uh, to come and get me, somebody has to use a float plane or a boat uh, to come and rob me of my possessions. And a whole bunch of uh, individualists nice mentality among the people in Alaska. So, uh, Alaska is pretty alluring. Oh, man. I hate to have to think this way, but it beats practicing law. That's a fact. And to take up my time, I went out and got a job. Very decent hourly wage. And, uh, I got this weekend off. I'll see what I get next week. It's up to somebody else. I'll go in and check next week's schedule later this afternoon. And uh, 
Life is good. I've shaken about 95% of the clinical depression with which I've been afflicted for many years because justice is so elusive and because I, in my mind, I'm cranking on law the whole time when I was practicing up until, you know, 30 days ago. And I'd crank on it and crank on it and look and look and look, try to put pieces together to find a defense for this and a defense for that and uh, locate the likely points of remedy that one might pursue. And then brought those all to bear in the Richard Boggs case. Wonderful pleadings in the Richard Boggs case in Microsoft Word. A whole bunch of copy and pastables. And in the flash drive, you also get the criminal intent seminar. And in portion number three, which is devoted to the anti-tax movement, whether you use my findings or your own findings that you rely upon, uh, there's a wonderful Microsoft Word letter in there where you just plug in your own argument and argue the way I did to convince them that you don't believe you have a duty. That's one of the definitions of innocence. And to have all that stuff in Microsoft Word, uh, if I was fresh and green, uh, I could learn an entire law school for the purposes of IRS out of what I've given you in those courses. Just wonderful. And then there's the course on uh, the health care bill with a whole bunch of audio instruction included to show you that the Social Security Act, it's plug and play. Over time, 1935, the original Social Security Act, Section 211, that definition of citizen that excludes citizens of the United States. Then in 1939, the tax code. And then in 1950, the, the Social Security Act originally uh, had OASDI, Old Age Survivors and Disability Insurance. That was retirement and the Federal Unemployment Tax Act. Then in 1954, they rewrote the tax code and made it 10 times as complex and voluminous as the 1939 tax code. Then in 1965, they added Medicare to the Social Security Act because now it's complex and no one can figure it out and the government won't talk about it. And then in 2009, 2010, they added the health care bill to the Social Security Act. So the complexities of that legislation is a plug and play. When they want to take over more of society, they find a way to stick it into the Social Security Act and the tax codes, Social Security chapters, to take more. And that's what you'll see revealed through my work on the Patient Protection and Affordable Care Act, the health care bill, 2010. It's a course I never even sold. I uh, never got into it. Got distracted doing other stuff. And uh, now it's included in the flash drive. Wonderful course. Uh, it's almost as intense as my tax code analysis in my Take from Caesar course about the tax code. 
Now, I promised you a couple weeks ago that I was going to post a video on YouTube about the contents of the flash drive. I'm all set to do that this afternoon. I'm going to finally record the tutorial. I've got everything in that flash drive I think I wanted to put in there. And uh, i got to tell you, I've moved probably three terabytes of information around onto different drives in the last three days because my primary laptop has a fizzle in it somewhere. It's corrupted a little bit somewhere and I have to sidestep that onto another computer and another hard drive to hopefully escape the corrupted tendencies of my primary uh, laptop. So I've been moving tons of data around, trying to keep it organized to a certain point so that I ended up with the right programs on the replacement laptop, not a brand new one. It's a $200 laptop. It's brand new. This guy uh, got it for uh, an employee that was about to sign on with his company. And then the COVID pandemic hit and everything got locked down and uh, he never hired that employee and took this computer and sat it on a shelf. So it's been sitting on a shelf for four years, brand new, and I picked it up for $200. Uh, Lenovo ThinkPad E14. And uh, that's my primary laptop now. <laughs> and uh, I'm just going to use this one for conference calls and stuff, but no big projects, no video editing, and... Uh, uh, no audio. So uh, I got to tell you, though, the Lenovo ThinkPad uh, is a great computer. I've had two of them for years, and this is the first problem I've had with one of them. They've basically been on for eight years. <laughs> Barely had a break in that at all. So fantastic computer. The Lenovo ThinkPad series. Anyway, um, I don't know what's next concerning the law other than a personal project that I'm working on. Um, I'm trying to vacate something. And when I vacated that, I'm eligible to sue for a settlement. And the persons that I intend to sue do not want to go to depositions and the only way to avoid going to depositions where they'll have to claim fifth amendment <laughs> if you claim fifth amendment to a question in a civil case the court will presume that you're guilty of that aspect that that question goes against you and they do not want to go to a deposition and the only way to avoid that is to settle early I'll be holding all of the cards. And I've already got a cutthroat attorney lined up to handle it. Who is intimately aware of all of the details of uh, this controversy. So, yeah. And then uh, I coast the hell out of here. You bet. Uh, that'll be the the end of my existence in the lower 48. 
I'll probably go to the dentist and get a brand new mouthful of teeth in one day. It's called One Day Teeth. And uh, I'll get LASIK eye surgery and split. <laughs> I mean it. I'm going to duck the hell out. I might have a conference call here and there, you know, and I might post a recording occasionally, but uh, it's going to be about preserving my remaining years. I'm 65, and I'll be lucky to get 15 more years for as much stress as I've been under for the last 25 years. I've probably shortened my life. My dad and my grandpa both lived to 84 and uh, I don't think I'll live past 80 because of what I've been through. So uh, I just got to preserve those years, lay low, keep an attorney and an accountant between me and the government at all times, stay the hell out of the United States dollar because uh, they're doing their best to destroy the currency. It might happen as early as June, June 8th. I think now is the default date, and Joe Biden wants the United States to fail. And so he's not going to budge on the budget negotiations that Kevin McCarthy had hoped to uh, get out of the way. They tried it once. It failed just a few days ago. So they're trying to destroy the currency. They destroyed the uh, energy sector. They sold our strategic oil preserves to China. They're going green in the military, not for the uh, tactical vehicles like tanks and, uh, and ships, but the backup type of vehicles are going to be electric. They're going to have batteries made in China. And if I were China and I was selling American military these batteries, I'd make sure those batteries wouldn't last more than two or three years. They're going to catch on fire in two or three years. Or China can simply send out a signal that triggers the batteries to short out. And there goes the military. Isn't that neat? So uh, uh, the Marxist, that means the progressives, the Democrat, the socialists. Uh, what else do they call themselves? The woke they're all, they are all Marxist scum who are living for nothing but the destruction of the world you wanted your children to enjoy, your grandchildren. And they're doing their best to corrupt all the children too. Uh, you won't see anything like this twice in your lifetime. You only get to see it once. And it goes back to, where the hell are the gun owners? You're not going to defend any of your rights except your Second Amendment rights? Well, you get the country you deserve. You got a government that is in all-out war against your country's well-being. And they let all of the, the Democrat politicians live. From city and county district attorneys to state attorney generals to governors, to members of Congress, uh, members of the executive branch. You let them live. The military is obviously against you. 
or the military would be on the southern border policing it. So, America is gone. It cannot recover from what's already been done, even if, they, if the government reversed course today. America cannot recover, in my humble opinion. Uh, what a shame. What a bleep, 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 bleeping shame. Uh, you've lost your country. It isn't my country, and that's, that's me speaking in probably 2007. 2007, I just, you know, I looked around, I said, this isn't my country. Uh, people are into cultural decay. They won't protect their children. Uh, music is crap. And it's in every television broadcast, so I've lived without television. I've lived without sports. Nothing on television reaches me. You couldn't pay me to watch a television, and there's a whole country that's into it. That's not my country. These are not my people. And uh, you teach them what the problems are. They aren't even tuned in to the people that can tell them what the problems are. They'll make it to the Mariners baseball game, but they won't make it to a broadcast about what's happening on the border. When I'm done here today, I'm calling my sister. Uh, she should be back already to Washington State here, but she and her husband flew to Tucson, Arizona, Phoenix, Arizona, to go to um, my brother-in-law's niece's graduation from college. And that poor young lady has a child, and in the divorce, she got stuck in Arizona. She can't leave the state with a child, or it'll be called kidnapping. So uh, I told my sister before she went, you better call up a cab company in Phoenix and a cab company in Tucson. Where are the neighborhoods you will not go to? Uh, call the hotel you'll be staying at. Where is it safe around your hotel to go out for dinner? Call the local police stations. Where do you have the most crime? Because that's where I don't want to go on my trip to Arizona. And I schooled her about the border. And I'm going to call her uh, when I get off of this call to see how she fared while in Arizona. What she saw. What she had to step over on the sidewalk. Uh, did you see any drug needles? How many non, how many illegal aliens did you see? Did you hear of much crime in the neighborhood? So on. Uh, it's terrible. Uh, you couldn't get me anywhere near a border state. Colorado is screwed. Uh, Wyoming, maybe. South Dakota, no, South Dakota, North Dakota, maybe. Montana, Sure. Idaho, yeah. Eastern Washington State, maybe. But once you get to the coast, you got to stay out of the city. You can drive around Portland on the freeway. They have a, a Tualatin loop that'll keep you off of I-5 that goes right through Portland, uh, which is nice. But stay out of the cities on the west coast and along the border and on the east coast uh, it's all nowhere it's a great big zero 
And it was done on purpose, folks. Woke, progressive, Democrat, all of it means Marxist destruction of liberties and what was once a, a great nation. Not that you can be a great nation if you're $30 trillion in debt. America was built on credit. But uh, what was built on credit used to be worth fighting for. And now uh, I'm fighting just to get out of the lower 48 and staying out of the lower 48. It doesn't make me sad. This hasn't been my country for uh, over 20 years. So I'm not sad about it. I'm just anxious uh, to get the hell out of here. My name is David Merlin. None of this is uh, legal advice. You want to read up on Ecclesiastes 3.3. Ecclesiastes 3.3 and wonder where the hell the gun owners are. Uh, your society's going to hell. Your children are leading the charge. Their children will pick up the mantle when your children are done. And it's going to be nothing but lawbreakers and brick throwers coming out of high school. So uh, America's gone, and it can't recover from what all has already happened to it. Donald Trump was pretty blunt about it. He says they're destroying the country. He sounded pretty excited about it in his appearance a couple nights ago on CNN. So anyway, none of this is legal advice. Gun owners don't impress me. And American patriots don't impress me. They're fighting with the system. And if the system worked in their favor, a lot of this stuff would have never even happened to them. And they just can't take a hint. So cover your asses, folks. Get my flash drive if you really want to get into uh, the fabric of law. The link is in the chat uh, on PayPal, 200 bucks, and uh, I'll send that right out to you. I'm looking at several empty flash drives right here. I'll manufacture one and, and ship it out probably the same day. I want you to have it, and uh, it's worth 10 times the price for how much is in it. Things I've never taught you before, like the health care bill, Got an entire course about it to show you how it's a, uh, the Social Security Act and the tax code is a plug and play. They'll just develop something very complex to take more of your money, take over more of industry, and then plug it into that complex legislation that you know I already got to the bottom of through my tax work. So have fun, be fun, uh, try to live some good days with, uh, with your family, because uh, your good days are numbered. And if you can watch what's going out and not really arrive at the conclusion that you should vote Republican across the board, you need to get out more. We got problems. And the only solution at your disposal, short of opening fire, is to commit to voting Republican across the board and convince any Democrat you see to do the same. They should not get away with what they get away with, chasing good people out of restaurants, harassing them in front of their homes. Uh, it's really a, a, a pack of losers that open their mouths about climate when they have no science 
and the rest of the crap that they're pushing, all this gender crap and doing it to the school children. Uh, what have you got to lose, folks? Your children. That's what you have to lose. Your family. That's what you have to lose. And what you do about it is your business. Uh, I gave 35 years to America and to the American, and I'm out. These are the things I like about America. My name is David Merlin. None of this is legal advice. And I'll see if I can't be back on the air on Wednesday. If not, look for a recording on uh, my podcast page here on TalkShoot. Take care, everyone. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.